The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your hands. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers who are in the house and anybody else I may have missed, too. The Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm glad that you guys have joined us here on Saturday morning. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sons of Liberty Media. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. And uh, if you'd like to check us out online, please go to Sons of Liberty Radio or SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you can scroll down on the right side of the page and you'll see that we're going live there. That's right. You can see the faces made for radio and a couple that aren't, (laughs) just a little bit. And uh, you can enlarge that and you can also click on it and join us in the chat. A lot of like-minded people, if you agree with our message, a lot of like-minded people there in our chat room. And we're glad to have them with us this morning. It's I, I got to tell you, it's one of the highlights of my day because I actually get to interact with some other people <laughs> besides my family. And um, so I'm I'm thrilled about that, uh, that you guys are in there each morning. 
and give us the support that you do. Also, right above that is Bradley's show from yesterday. You can play that. He goes live at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, two hours today uh, that he'll be on. And you can catch that at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Right above that is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Okay, You get one email a day. We don't spam you. We don't uh, sell or rent your email out. It's just the one email a day. That includes the morning show. So all the stuff that you're going to hear about today, the things that we talk about and the links and, and all that good stuff, that'll be in the archive later today, the video portion and the podcast as well. And also... If you agree with our message, we don't ask you for money. We let you know that it does cost money to do what we do uh, on the Internet, on the radio, and as we go out into the United States and present the truth of our Christian constitutional heritage. If you agree with that and you want to support us and you have the means to support us, we would like for you to do that. Uh, There's a one-time donation button at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Also, you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty at an amount that you want to give that's also at sonslibertymedia.com and then our stores available as well you can pick up products in there great conversation starters as well as uh equipping tools DVDs and books and things of that nature to help you in the sphere of influence that God has put you in to take back and win back the day and we're going to talk a little bit about that today along with something we've been wanting to get to for quite a while and that's on the issue of CBD oil cannabis oil And uh, we're going to do that as part of our health and wellness show today. With that said, I have two special guests. Uh, Dr. Corbett is not able to join us this morning. And uh, so we've got our health and wellness expert, Kate uh, Shimarani. And I'm going to tell I'm going to tell on Kate because she's really naughty. And uh, (laughs) uh, and D. Manny Mitchell. Now, we've had uh, D on before and she told her story, amazing story about how she healed herself. God uh, gave her the tools to heal herself from a very a serious cancer. And so I want to welcome to the Sons of Liberty, Dee and Kate. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. <laughs> I, I take it that everyone in your house is all uh, bossing off the walls with, that, that, with all that sugar. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's what I got to say. I was going to hang up my English flag here, and I didn't have time to find clips and stuff. So next week, just for you, and Kevin, I'll, I'll hang up the English flag. That'll be my background next week. But uh, but Kate Kate was naughty. She she was kind and uh, sent some gifts to my my wife and I and my and my kids as well as uh, uh, our daughter who just got married here the other month. And uh, I opened it up and I said, Oh, she's in such trouble because I'm going to tell her you're sending chocolates and stuff. And so, <laughs> yeah. I went back to my teenage years. That's what this is from. I got a I got a zit on my face from eating eating a couple of those things. I a chocolate like to me. Mitchell's cream. That'll get rid of those. <laughs> you know what? Uh, for anyone out there who's a Brit, you got to support all our companies here. And it was Tunnix. Tunnix is up in Scotland, so I sent some Tunnix tea cakes and some Tunnix bars. They were great. Um, oh. Yeah. So uh, and an English flag and some chocolate. It's got to be done. Um, you know, uh, before we go any further, can I just say to him, this is a Christian show. Yep. I've just been to, I was on the forest for three hours. Then I was in my local town and I was really, really moved. There was a guy there who was preaching to alcoholics and he had a book that had a piece of scripture written on the front. And then it was his kind of code. And he'd been an alcoholic. He'd been a drug abuser and he looked great. And he was putting his time out there to do it. And everyone else in my local town they're all wearing this subjugation tool, um, acting like it, it's all going to go away. And I was in Brighton yesterday 
And I found it really quite vexing because it was like I was walking amongst shadows. There was people walking around in the masks, not realizing, you know, accepting this injection, this death shot, not realizing actually. And, and I, I, I'm sorry if, if uh, our Jewish community yet again find me offensive. You can't win them all. Um, <laughs> but uh, I do feel that um, our homes are the cattle trucks. And the new gas chamber is the injection. That's exactly what it is. It's just different times, but the same methods, uh, what they're using, they're just more, they're just more, you know, more specialized. They're just more specialized. It's exactly the same. It's a shot to, to poison us, to kill us. And, uh, and, that's, and, and I felt really sad because I, I remember reading something that a guard had written and all these people right in the beginning were led to the platforms uh gypsies and jewish people and polish people and and different cult, you know cultures but jehovah's witnesses christians too yep christians, christians too and they were told they were being resettled and they weren't they were going on a train to their death and uh and that's where I felt we were today, that people don't realize this is the same thing. It's the same tactics the Nazis used. Everything the Nazis used and did was legal. And this is just, they're doing the same thing. They're imprisoning us, but we're doing it ourselves. And they're going to kill us with poison. It's just a, a more specialized technique. And that said, I just wanted, because it's May the 1st, May Day, I just wanted to read this. This is Christian. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life. Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? And that's Luke 12, 25 to 26. And when I go on to Luke 1, 79, to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. Uh, and this is what's kind of happening um, you know, we were in London last week, Dr. Corbett and I, representing the British Nursing Alliance. And we were right at the back, as you saw. There was loads of disabled people. And people are being led. And they're being led with their eyes open. But they're blind to see and they're deaf to hear. And they're being tricked. And they're listening to this bastardized science. And they're putting their faith and in, in this science and idolizing idolatry. And, and what I see is I see another Holocaust unfolding. That's exactly what I see. I well, don't see. I think so. Difference. I think so, too, Kate. One of the things this is what I did yesterday was I played the, the 60 minutes thing on 1976 dealing with the swine flu. And then I jumped ahead, what, 20, 30, more than 30 years. No, more than 20 years uh, to 2012. And where they took and they were doing the same thing. Actually, it is more than 30 years. They were doing the same thing with swine flu. Same people involved. Uh, Tony Fauci uh, there with his thousand patents that he owns. You know he's got a conflict of interest in all of this. And what was interesting from the 1976 deal was even the head of the CDC sitting there lying through his lying teeth saying he didn't know that this could cause damage, he didn't know this, he didn't know that, and yet they had the documentations from his own office acknowledging that he did know it. And they uh, and, and what I found very interesting was they had only really, 
I think one confirmed case, maybe upwards of five, and it was from a military unit, uh, and I think it was out of North Carolina, by the way. And they they said, well, we have reports all around the world, but they had none that were confirmed. And yet they went on this mass vaccination thing that, that destroyed lives, killed people just like it's doing now, injured people, and nobody's held, nobody is held accountable. And then 10 years later, you've got Reagan signing the bill that gives immunity to these manufacturers of vaccine companies, something that's completely unconstitutional, because if they make a product and that product hurts someone, they should be held accountable for it. That's biblical, too, by the way, folks, uh, that they should have to restore that. And I think there's a lot of companies where the heads of them ought to be hanging from ropes, not uh, not restoring, Amen doing some that. things because of the damage they've caused, along with the lying, corrupt politicians that Big Pharma have bought off to pimp their poisons to the other people. And so I, I, eventually somebody's going to catch on to that, and it's not going to be good for those guys. Uh, and unfortunately, Tim, that, that corruption Tim, has yeah. come through. Take, take this take this further, and this is where I, I really want to give D, D Manny Mitchell, very beautiful D Manny Mitchell, bring this in. We're talking about now the same gangsters that are making these injections make the drugs for oncology, which originally came from mustard gas. The soldiers in the First World War, when they were hit with mustard gas, it destroyed their bone marrow. And that was your origins of how they discovered the toxic chemotherapy. And in one study I read, 92,000 patients treated with chemo How many were alive at 10 years? And it was under 3%. Now, a couple of years ago, I I kind of was known for all my anti-pharma work then, and I'd done lots of interviews. I interviewed D. Manny Mitchell. And I knew as a nurse that triple negative breast cancer was indeed uh, deadly. It was fatal. Very few people survived it. And I interviewed her, and we became really good friends, uh, like a real good girlfriend. And... I remember sitting here, she has two young children and a husband and works tirelessly. And I asked her how she managed to write her book. And you must all get this. And she's going to introduce her book. It's incredible. And she said to me, every night when I put my kids to bed for three months, I sat down and I wrote my book. This is it. This is a woman who has had breast cancer, turned her back on chemo and everything else. And I've seen loads of deaths with that, hideous deaths hideous deaths, where the whole breast turns blue and the lymph nodes are like golf balls in the neck. And here she is getting her kids to sleep and, you know, working really hard, you know, a, a, a young marriage, really. And she's writing this book. And then she's all over social media and, and advising people and supporting people. Incredible. And then if you get on, it doesn't matter what time you get on there on fake book, she's on there before you. 5 a.m., all her stuff stacked up. She's re- <laughs> set it all up the night before. She's driven. And it's ping, 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 Instagram, Facebook. She's done it all. Then she breaches out, makeup on, slim, fabulous, hair done, kids. And we're all sitting there going, oh, oh. <laughs> And um, so anyway, you know, but, the, you know, and she then introduced me to cannabis oil, high THC, my patients, that's up to them. They choose to go on it. Amazing. What I've seen. Amazing. And then I had a back injury where, and Dee knows this, I couldn't even put my chin down. I couldn't even get my trousers on. Nothing. I couldn't do anything for nine days. And that was when she said, introduced me to taking big doses of it rectally, which I did high THC within two hours. I had no pain. 
all day. And yet, if I'd have presented at the emergency room where I used to work, I would have been given a morphine derivative drug, something for the sickness. I'd have been out of it. I'd have had other side effects. I didn't have any side effects, nothing. And I did this every day. And now Dr. Corbett has had the same thing. But you know, the best thing out of all that, that she did that no one else can do is when I was in custody for 32 hours, arrested, (laughs) she managed to get through. There's a phone in your cell. And she got through not once, not twice, but three phone calls. (laughs) To me. Oh, I, like I know. I was getting I was getting the updates from D uh, because she was calling it. Speaking of which, D, uh, we we've let you be quiet long enough, and uh, it's time for you to speak. So you're still in Portugal, right? Yeah, I'm still in Portugal. I think I'm here to stay now. Okay, how are things there? Give us a little update on that first in Portugal. How things are as far as this whole uh, Convid nineteen eighty four stuff is going on, and uh, and then we'll get into some of the stuff on on the CBD because I know a lot of people are very interested in hearing about how that affects the body. Okay, so Portugal at the moment is not as corrupt as Spain, which is right next door. Um, here, we've just had now all the restrictions lifted. And I think it's only a couple more restrictions in a couple of towns, which will be lifted, hopefully, within the next couple of weeks. They have said masks can be gone on June the 16th. So hopefully they will be gone. Um, We all know, because I think the president did uh, an update a couple of days ago, and he did say we're lifting all restrictions, but there could be a third wave. So we know that they're programming us to believe that there's going to be a third wave. And we all know this, you know, the restrictions are lifting now. In a few months time, I guarantee by the end of the year, we'll be back in lockdown and it'll be another tight lockdown. Um, But in terms of Portugal itself, the only way that you would know if we've even got this um, scamdenic is if you have to go into a supermarket because supermarkets now at the moment, you have to wear a mask to walk in and they do have security guards on the door. So if you don't have one, you're escorted out or if you don't get escorted out, they'll call the police. So the trick is people just put their masks on, walk past the security guard, and then they pull them down the chin. And this is what most people do until then they get to check out and then they pull it back up again. <laughs> but in terms of people believing it, yes, there's a big, huge expat community here that are just full bound listening to the BBC and CNN and all the fake news. And they're just, they're just lapping it up. Um, the, the vaccinations have been going out to all the care homes and all the elderly. And now they are starting to, to, to roll it out to whoever wants it basically. Um, so I think it's pretty much the same as everywhere, um, but just not as, not as in your face, should I say, as it is in the UK. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So we're going to get to a couple of things here and this deals with CBD. Now, Kate was mentioning the high THC and a lot of people, when they hear this stuff, they've been conditioned to say, Oh, you guys are just looking to get stoned out of your mind. Uh, this is, this is pot. You're, this is what you're doing. And yet we, uh, Kate and Dr. Corbett have explained that when this is applied rectally as it is, that there, there's not the high, but that, but there's the effects. And can, can you and Kate kind of walk? We've, we've kind of been through it a little bit, but can you walk people through exactly what it does um, mm-hmm. when you apply it like that? What well, it's actually doing do, to your body? I can do the pain, I can do the pain bit, and D will give you actually how it works. Okay. Yeah. Um, when I when I took it, um, and I, I've taken it orally before, and I, and I've gone to sleep 
that's when you take it, um, it stimulates your immune response. And I've gone to sleep. When I've tried to, uh, and I've not gone to sleep, then I've had the full-on Charlie in the chocolate factory with me <laughs> for an hour. But so I know the difference. But when I took it rectally, and I took ten times as much um, because I only took half of that, and it didn't. It just really took the edge off it a bit. And when I took the full ten grains um, in a little capsule with a bit of coconut oil, I cannot tell you. I've had surgery. I've had a double mastectomy reconstruction. Um, I had no pain within a couple of hours. I went from a full-on 10 where I couldn't even lift my feet to get up or down the stairs. I've, I've never been in so much pain. It was actually worse than childbirth and then the teenage years that come later. There's nothing worse than that. Um, but it was so painful and it took the pain away, um, which was, it blew my mind because, you know, I, I'm used to what they give to people in hospitals, and so I know, and I, when you give people morphine for excruciating pain, then they get severe nausea and they start vomiting. So then you have to give them something for that. And then they go dizzy when they stand up. They can't stand nothing. So I took it rectally in the morning, couldn't even bend down, couldn't want my chin down, it, just tottering around. And Katrina will vouch for it. She saw me. I look shocking. Actually, I had no makeup on. But anyway, um, but when I took the cannabis oil, I was amazed it took it off. So how, um, and there's a difference as, as Dee will show you. And, and also, you know, the, the other one, the CBD, which Dee has very kindly given me this one. And she gives me some drops as well, which is fantastic for osteoporosis. It builds bone density. So we've also got Alistair, who's, who's got the Duchenne muscular dystrophy on those drops as well. But this one, I've used this, the little one with frankincense, I've used it on all kinds of things. It would work on your zip, honestly. It really would, Tim. But um, you can put this on and, you, and it reduces the inflammation really quickly. I even put it onto a, a, a little cold sore, a blister, and it reduces the inflammation. It's fantastic stuff. How it works, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to let Dee talk about that. But she did tell me to get this book, uh, Medical Marijuana. It's interesting, <laughs> especially the recipe on the cookies. Um, <laughs> you know, it, this is really fantastic because it kind of explains it more. It's so much to know. And I've been a nurse for 36 years and I just hold my hat off today because she just will answer it all so eloquently. So I'm going to pass it over to Dee and she's going to tell you how it works. Okay, Dee. Thank you, Kay. I don't think, to be honest with you, I don't think anybody actually knows how cannabis or CBD or THC works in the body because there used to be a lot of studies and scientific evidence, but that all got suppressed when cannabis became illegal. Now, I don't think a lot of people know this, but between 1851 and 1941, so that was 90 years, cannabis was actually a pharmaceutical medicine. It was a pharmaceutical drug and it was prescribed for 90 years um, they used to use cannabis tinctures. And I've got old bottles that people have sent to me, which is basically just an, an old 1800 cannabis bottle that was prescribed. So it's kind of like, you know, when people prescribe or well, not people, but doctors prescribe cowpaw now to kids when, they, when they're sick, they would have prescribed a cannabis tincture to babies and, and any illness would have been healed with cannabis. Then the 1939 Cancer Act came into effect and I think everybody knows about that now and it took them two years to then illegalize cannabis 
um, because they took it off the market purely because they knew that with the Cancer Act coming in and also it was detrimental to the pharmaceutical industry. They weren't then allowed to prescribe any other medicine because cannabis was the, the one and only drug that was prescribed to, to, to the point where it was healing people. So that then became illegal and then nobody would touch it. Just like now, because they were programmed and MK ultra controlled into believing that if you take cannabis, all you want to do is kill people and get stoned. Basically, there's a guy called Henry Kissinger. You can all um, have a look at him. But he was the guy He was a politician, our, fa- our favorite friends that actually um, put the bill forward to make cannabis illegal. Pure. It was it was a, it was a choice between at the time cannabis and alcohol. But at the time, he knew that all his politician colleagues were alcoholics, or most of them. So he thought that if he made alcohol illegal, then he would get more of an uproar. So he made the bill to make cannabis illegal. So that's just a little bit of history. Um, A lot of people now get confused with the difference between cannabis oil and CBD. And there is a big difference because Cannabis oil basically is an oil that is produced from the whole plant. So if you can imagine, you've got the cannabis plants, marijuana or cannabis. Um, Cannabis plants are more also um, described as hemp plants. And the only difference, they're all part of the same family. The, The only difference between marijuana and cannabis or marijuana and hemp is that the hemp and cannabis plants contain less THC than a marijuana plant. So for people that are needing cannabis oil, they would use a marijuana plant and the whole of the plant is used, apart from the roots, to produce an oil. Um, when the oil is produced, there's over 480 different cannabinoids in, an, in a piece of oil. And a lot, most people only know CBD and THC, and that's just because they're the only popular ones. But there's there's 478 plus more. That's only what scientists have discovered so far. Now, does that so does got, that? Can I ask a question? Does that include what they're pushing now, where they're separating out like delta eights, delta nines, delta tens, kind of thing? Yeah. So what, what they're separating out are the, called the terpenes, um, and they'll they'll subtract things from the plant. So, for instance, um, the CBD plant will only be an extraction of CBD. Or THC, you, you'll get some people saying they do pure THC, but it's physically impossible to do pure THC because you need some of the other cannabinoids as well. The terpenes are pulled out and a lot of people, terpenes are more aroma. Terpenes are the ones that give the cannabis oil and the cannabis flower the, the aroma, if you like. Um, but they also are beneficial to the health as well. And a lot of um, a lot of other health supplements contain small traces of terpenes because every every part of the plant is beneficial to the body. So you've got the 480 different cannabinoids of the whole plant, and they will separate from the plant what they need. So a lot of people do assume that cannabis oil is CBD, and it's not. CBD is just the one part of the plant, and THC is another part of the plant. To have the ultimate healing, it would be what's known as FECO or RSO, which is the full extract cannabis oil, which is what Kate was referring to earlier when she did her backing. Unfortunately, now still, um, THC is illegal in many countries. I think um, you probably know more than me, Tim, that a lot of states in America are now um, legalizing THC to yep. a point. Um, I do actually think as well, so, so there's a lot of countries that here now in Portugal as well, it's just becoming legalized, but only on prescription. And 
that can be kind of yes we should be happy that we they are legalizing it on prescription but to be made on prescription or to be given out or distributed dispensed should i say on prescription it has to be then labeled as a drug so what they're doing is the synthesizing it and they're, they're mixing it with a lot of synthetic crap such as the the one that they now um, prescribe for epilepsy so it will contain some traces of cannabis but they've also mixed it with a load of other synthetic nonsense as well so it's not pure pure oil should we say it's more, more tinctures i was going to say which... i was going to say when you were on last time didn't we have an issue where i was asking you about that and when you mentioned the synthetic you were talking about it wasn't giving the amount of thc that you needed to achieve the healing like like that you experienced yeah. so should people be more careful when they're looking at those kinds of things to discover whether or not it has a synthetic or whether it's actually a pure pure oil derived from the the whole plant of course yeah i i would say as a rule if you're getting something prescribed um as a medication it will be synthetic because you can't prescribe a plant you can only prescribe a drug and a drug can only be a plant can only be made into a drug if it's synthesized this is why they can't just prescribe cannabis out to everyone now because it's just it's a plant and plants and drugs are completely different as we know so i would go on to say right now as it stands anything that you would be prescribed um from a doctor would not be pure plant. It'll contain a lot of a lot of nonsense, so to speak. I actually um, had a meeting with a can of one of the first marijuana clinics in London in Harley Street. It's called the Sapphire Clinic, and I had a meeting with them a few years. No, actually, it was two years ago. Um, purely because I wanted just to find out what they were prescribing, and I spoke to an oncologist there, told him what I was doing and what I was getting, and he basically said. For what you're taking, which he knew was illegal, he said, you will not be able to get that on prescription for at least the next five years, because he says, we're just not there yet. Um, I take now a 76% THC high. Um, I think what the Sapphire Clinic oncologist was saying, you'll be lucky if you get a 5%, 5 to 15%, which would help in your health journey, but it wouldn't be beneficial as, as if it's, if it's, you know, the raw plants. So that's the difference between cannabis oil and CBD. See, people always think that CBD is cannabis oil and it's not, it's completely different. And a lot of people do sell CBD under the, you know, pretense that it is cannabis oil, but it's not. It's, it's the difference is CBD will look like uh, an olive oil type or, you know, a liquidy oil, whereas full extract cannabis oil is should Very look thick. like a thick, yeah, yeah. It, it looks like tar. It's a thick black tar looking substance. And that's how you can tell the difference. D, let uh, me, let me, yeah. so let me, let me hit on uh, your website so people will know. And if you're watching by way of the video platforms, there is a link to D site here, My Way CBD. Uh, and there, you can use the code Brown B R O W N. That's my last name. You can use that, and you get five percent off if you order from her. But the stuff that you're that you actually sell is CBD. You're in, because of the legalities, and you can't do the other. But you're actually selling the CBD oils on your site if people are interested in that. And you can, and people can also pick up your book My Way. By the way, uh, at Amazon, uh, we'll have the links and all 
in what we're doing here. But, you know, with your testimony, D, of, of what you did, and we had you on for that, and I'll have the link for that so people can listen. We lost the video. It's in my Facebook somewhere. But when YouTube kicked us off, we lost that. But we've got the podcast where people can hear what you did for yourself, healing yourself of this very aggressive, severe, deadly uh, breast cancer within five months. I mean, it's pretty incredible. So I think I think you do have something from experience to say this stuff does work. And I think there, when you point back to Kissinger, and we talk, uh, Kate's brought in the issue of the Rockefellers taking over the the healthcare industry. I think the whole thing is to push aside everything that we have. You know, even the the issue of prohibition. You were talking about that, uh, and he didn't go with that. He went he went against uh, uh, the cannabis and such. When we have the issue of prohibition, I mean, these are people who think they're holier than God. Even God Himself has talked about the issue of having. Uh, of one day him making wine on the leaves. Guys, that's alcoholic wine. That's not grape juice. And the Bible warns us about being drunk unto dissipation, so we're not advocating for that. But there is an issue in which um, alcohol is used in celebration and where it's used in medicine. When a person is dying, you can give them strong drink to alleviate pain that they have. I mean, the Bible is replete with these kinds of things, and yet there are people who just go totally off the end and say, well, you can't have any of this stuff. And it's like, wait a minute, God has spoken about each of these things. What are some of the other things that you treat? We, uh, Kate spoke about the back pain that she had, <clears throat> and I remember when she was on the show with that, she could barely move. Uh, and you've obviously used it in the healing of, of the cancer that you have. What are some other things that people might be looking to either, I guess, CBD or cannabis to, mm-hmm. to, to, to take care of? Well, just going back to that um, little point you made about alcohol that you said that God had put alcohol on the planet. Now, to make uh, cannabis oil, so from the plants, you have to use a substance to to produce the oil from the plants. And what most decent supplies will use is pure distilled alcohol, because that's that's the substance that they'll use. Now, that that's that's the difference between FECO and RSO. Now, a lot of RSO producers will use a substance called naphtha which is very toxic and it's, it's toxic to the body. So this is why I, take, I, I advise people to steer, steer clear from RSO if it contains naphtha because if you're fueling your body full of goodness from cannabis, from the plants, then why would you go and add a toxic substance called naphtha? So FECO is much more holistic. It's much more natural because it's pure distilled alcohol and that's, that's what it's produced with. So okay. two of the strongest things, I think, on the planet, which is cannabis and alcohol, fused together and it's just amazing. So in terms of what uh, cannabis treats is pretty much Anything and everything. I will just say now as a disclaimer is that CBD alone will not heal cancer. It won't heal any type of cancer. And I get people come to me all the time because they've been approached by CBD sellers claiming that it will heal. It won't. You need the full plant. You need full extracts because you need THC. THC is the component which caused the process of apoptosis, which is basically cancer cell death. Without THC, your cancer cells won't die. Um, But CBD is a great preventer for cancer. So if everybody took CBD every day, you wouldn't get cancer. And and that's... that's Really? Yeah, that is scientifically proven that it prevents cancer. Wow. Now, the, the way that CBD alone works in the body is because... 
a lot of people don't understand that we all have an endocannabinoid system. We were born with an internal, it's called the ECS, the internal endocannabinoid system. It's exactly the same as the central nervous system and the immune system. We all have one and that's animals, pets and humans. So there's the, the CBD works with receptors. There's the CB1 receptor and there's the CB2 receptor. The CBD, the CB1 receptor is found in the central nervous system. And the CB2 receptor is found in the immune system. So pretty much the whole of our body is fueled by the internal endocannabinoid system. And cancer, for instance, when we get cancer, we have a low immune system. If we had a high boosted immune system, you would never get cancer in the first place anyway. So when I believe when you're internal endocannabinoid system depletes and it can deplete through you know toxicity through the environment through food that you eat and water same as all the all illnesses and diseases when your ECS depletes that's when you'll start having problems because then your immune system will also start lacking and your central nervous system will also start lacking so, so that's why a lot of people get uh, mental health issues when they're yeah. That, yeah, I, when they're endocannabinoid system. Can I ask you something about that? Because that sounds like what Kate talks about when she talks about you go out in the sun, you get the, the vitamin, you've got vitamin D receptors. Are you mm-hmm. telling me that we have a cannabinoid system that mm-hmm. needs to partake of this stuff uh, in our bodies? I mean, to, to be functioning properly, it, it, is what you're saying that, that people actually need some of this yeah. stuff that like what you were saying with the CBD or the whatever, the, the others, they actually need that in their bodies to remain healthy. Is that what you're communicating here? Absolutely. And, and if you just go and research the endocannabinoid system, you'll you'll understand how we all have it. But, you know, society and science and medicine have suppressed this information from us. Because it's like how doctors now, as soon as if you get prescribed, if you get diagnosed with cancer, the last thing they want you to do is boost your immune system. You know, which, you know, they, they should be saying to everyone, just go away, just take shitloads of, of oranges and lemons and boost your immune system by fruits, by eating healthily. But they don't tell you this because they don't want you to be healthy. They want you to be sick and reliant on the pharmaceutical industry. It's exactly the same as the endocannabinoid system. We all have one. And if we keep it super boosted, we will all be healthy. That's incredible. Because our, yeah, because our immune systems will be healthy. Um, in terms of health and illnesses, now, I don't think there's any illness that can't be treated with a part of the plant. So e, whether that be CBD alone or whether that be um, full extract cannabis oil, everything can be healed. Um, with the CBD oil that I produce and, and, and I, I promote, I have people with arthritis, MS, fibromyalgia, uh, Parkinson's, any kind of brain degenerative disease will be healed with either CBD wow. or cannabis. Yeah. I always I always explain to people first, first take CBD because it's legal and you can take it. And then if that doesn't work after a few months, then you can think about taking um you can think about taking real cannabis oil with the CBD. Now there's two different types. There's broad spectrum and there's full spectrum. The difference is that the full spectrum contains 0.2% THC. And that's the legal requirements. That's legally compliant. We are allowed to sell 0.2% THC. And that's only in the full spectrum oil. The broad spectrum oil basically takes out every single trace of THC. So there's no THC. 
you won't feel the high in um, in the full spectrum products because you need 5% THC before you actually feel the high. Um, also, just, just making the point as well that you mentioned with, with Kate taking the, the oil as a suppository form rectally, that the reason why we don't feel the high is because when you take it rectally, it bypasses the liver. If you was to swallow the oil in a capsule, it has to go filters through the liver and then it signals to the brain and the brain recognizes the THC. And that's what causes the psychoactive effect. I see. Okay. So, but when you take it rectally, it's not, the oil's not going through the, through the liver. But, but there's, the also a, there's also a deal where it's touching a, a particular nerve, right, Kate? It's, it's acting on a certain nerve there. I forget the name of the nerve you talked about. Um, I'm, I, I don't know. D would know more of that. All I know is, um, you know, when you do when 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 you take something orally as a pain relief, and I've done it. You know, I always say to patients, whenever I treat patients, and I've got lots of patients with cancer, I've done it all. There's nothing that they're trying that I've not tried, but I hadn't tried ever uh, rectal cannabis oil, and where's uh, well, you know, it's THC, because we have this really funny relationship with the the anus in in our culture the french sure. the french french mm. deliver a lot of drugs rectally that's the way they do it for that same reason mm. but in this country we have this thing about you know don't touch my butt it's for exit purposes only when actually it's a perfect way to deliver something and, and of course in the gerson therapy and d and i actually work together we we bounce patients off one another d will pass me patients and i pass her patients and and, and i'd like to think together you know where do we we do a lot of healing and uh when um you know the gerson therapy you do the coffee enemas when you drink the coffee it's a stimulant because right. it, it it affects your, your central nervous system differently when you take it rectally it's completely different. It has an effect where it relaxes you and, uh, and it detoxes you. So, you know, when, with, with Dee, when she said do it rectally and the more I've learned from her and I listen, you know, and everybody has to have a book. You really do. It should be a book you all have. Give it to every woman, you know, because it might be the book that actually stops them getting breast cancer. And breast cancer is on the up, although they tell you it's not in the UK. It's just they're not doing the diagnostic clinics. And don't get where I was, where you have a double mastectomy and a reconstruction. Then on day two, you start reading, you go home, and you realize you've had your breast cut off for nothing because it doesn't change your survival chances. So, um, you know, it was it was when I took it that I realized it's, it is like the coffee enema. It's relaxing. My whole spine felt differently. And the other thing as well that I think is really important that's difficult to really measure is patients that I have known that have had the same symptoms I had with my back. And trust me, they were horrific. And then it went down my leg as well. And I had spasms and um, the pain and the ache in my leg was horrific as well. Um, that when, when I took it, you know, I, I'm used to seeing people with those injuries and it takes a long time, a long time for it to, to come right and they go for a lot of physio. I didn't do any physio. I did some stretches that I learned off the internet, bought this specific pillow for sitting and did the cannabis. And from day one, when I pulled my back, when I picked this big bag up and I was doing deadlifts to day nine, where I was kind of pain free. That's it. Nine days. And Dee and I have spoke about this and I've seen this with, I've seen huge tumors on the head, tumors on the outside of the breasts. And they're not for the faint hearted. I can absolutely assure you of that. It's like watching fungus grow. And um, it's, 
it stimulates healing. It's not that it causes just causes apoptosis, the death of cancer cells or any cell that's damaged, got the DNA. It actually speeds up healing. I've seen it. I've experienced it. It's incredible. It really, really is. And yeah. it also puts the body in a homeostatic state as well. So it makes sure that the body is in balance always. Um, and this is why CBD is effective if you take it as a supplement every day, because then it will try to align and keep all internally everything that needs to be in working order. It keeps it in working order. All right, and well, I believe that's how it works. Dee, we got a question here in the chat. Can CBD, can CBD Enigma help with back pain from scoliosis? Um, it probably can. It, I would I would definitely recommend full spectrum. So there's a little bit of um, THC in there as well. The reason why we, we do full spectrum is that little tiny bit, 0.2% of THC, it causes um, a process called the entourage effect. And it basically means it helps the, the, the cannabinoids work beautifully and synergetically with your body. Um, so a lot of people don't want to take the THC purely in case they get drug tested for various, you know, various um, employments and professions. They have to regularly be drug tested. So then they take the broad spectrum without the THC. But if you do take oil, I would definitely and you don't get drug tested because it will it will be positive because the THC in there. Then I would definitely suggest. Now you tell me. <laughs> going for the broad spectrum. <laughs> yeah. 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 Although, although you will be picked up on a drug test, because it's 0.2%, it's only it's, it's within the compliant legal reasoning. Sure, but sure. a lot of people just don't want to do it, especially if people in, are in the army or in the police force, then they obviously don't want it. Yeah, I think here in South Carolina, it's like a 0.03 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your scoliosis patient. We're always told that scoliosis, which is a curvature of the spine, it can curve one way, it can curve the other way, it can curve out or it can curve right in and you have this big lordosis. Uh, when we are growing in the womb, in our mothers, we have all these reflexes. And there's a couple that are really um, important. You can stroke the cheek and the baby will turn to suckle towards the stroking of the cheek. When the baby's first born, you might remember the doctor or the midwife, they hold the baby's arm on uh, the second of the day after it's born and they kind of drop them backwards and the baby will do this to grip. That's called the Moro reflex. Then you have the plantar reflex. When you stroke the bottom of a baby's foot, it will grip your finger. It will grip it. The child will not walk until that reflex is completely matured and gone. These are primitive reflexes. Now, the spinal gallant reflex, when you run a finger or a feather down the side of a child's spine, it will snake. If you do it down the other side, it will snake. If you do it Together, simultaneously, the child will urinate itself. This is the spinal gallant. And when you see children where they're made to sit still and every time they lean back, they keep pulling up their trousers or there's a label and they fidget, 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 fidget. It's because it's stimulating the spinal gallant. Now, it is absolutely, there's a thing called the, uh, I think it's the um, physiology. I'll I'll look at INPP. I think it's impp.org.uk, Retained Reflexes. There's a book by uh, Sally Goddard-Blythe. Sally Goddard-Blythe. She's married to a doctor, and it's called The Well-Balanced Child. I know all about this because they wanted to say that my son had dyspraxia and, and a processing delay, and I'd come across this. I didn't let them do that. They told me he wasn't very bright. 
This young man went on to get four A stars in his A-levels and he's actually at London School of Economics, incredibly gifted young man. He didn't have dyspraxia because he rode his bike straight away. He just didn't want to hop or kick a ball. Why do you need to hop? You've got two legs. What do you need to hop for? But they say, you know, they've got dyspraxia if they can't hop. Um, He had retained reflexes. So for two years, we went through the process of trying to, you know, stimulate these reflexes and mature them. And what his problem was, was he had poor spatial awareness. He couldn't actually come through a door. He would hit all over the place. Very common when you see these children and like ADD, um, attention deficit, it's retained reflexes. And this is what was explained to me, scoliosis is. It's when one of the spinal gallant reflexes is not matured. So that constant stimulating of the spine, that side, that the, they keep snaking until you have that, that where the spine has snaked. And this is actual fact. Um, it might be something you want to do on a show, but it's, it's, the, it's the primitive reflexes. It's mind-blowing. But again, this is real medicine. Before these gangsters, the Rockefellers, came in at the turn of the century, told us that we could catch a virus, that we needed these poisons in the end of this injection injected into us to make us all sick, give us all these diseases like multiple sclerosis. All the multiple sclerosis, the dead tissue tests 100% for Epstein-Barr in studies. Where where do they get Epstein-Barr? They put it in a vaccine and you injected with it. 90% of the people out there have got Epstein-Barr. So, um, you know, cannabis, the plants and everything that comes with it, these are God's plants. Everything you need, you shall find in the seeds of the fruits of the tree. Amen. And Amen. these reflexes, these reflexes are primitive reflexes that were put into us to keep us safe. And we mature as we go along that moro reflex to grip the mother. If the baby is suddenly away, they grip that stroking of the cheek the child will turn to suckle you know this fantastic vehicle was created for us to experience this life in and these gangsters driving the show now have tried to hide it all that's all they've done that's right you know what can't hide it anymore the lid is off pandora's box and we are out. That's right. Uh, you know, there's one interesting thing. Uh, and D, I'm, I'm learning a lot. Some people are, are commenting in here that's fascinating to listen to you and Kate on this issue. Uh, I remember when we had our interview, you know, and I was reading to you from the scripture. And I know we had a conversation about what was going on there. And I think you were sort of fascinated that the Bible actually spoke about the very things that you were using to heal yourself and that it also spoke about those who would engage in the the pharmaceuticals, if you will, uh, in order to deceive people. And uh, and I, and I know that we tried to get you a Bible before, but uh, we, were, we were trying to send you that. But at the same time, it's kind of interesting how things are going along. I mean, I'm I almost feel like I'm listening to an actual doctor when when you're talking about this stuff with the cannabinoid. I mean. I, it's pretty fun. You don't hear anybody talk. I mean, I've read some people about this stuff, but you don't hear anybody talking about it the way you're talking about it. And I think it was that experience that God has used in your life to drive you to study that stuff out so you can you can help other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I 100% believe that the reason why I, I developed cancer in the first place was to go on to help heal other people as well. Amen. And it's true. And I think a lot of people do, and even doctors and scientists, they all know how how healing cannabis is and how powerful it is but they're all scared to speak out 
you know a lot of them are just too too scared to speak out um to use their voice which you know i'm not scared I, i've got a voice and I'll i'm not scared. scared i ain't scared i'm a southern boy i ain't scared <laughs> but yeah it's, it's at the moment now it's all about education and a lot of people are you know that they're, they're they're coming around i've got like elderly patients 98 year old people who are suffering with cancer and then says to me the last thing that we're going to do is take chemo you know because what's the point it's going to be end of life for them and they're thriving and you know i've got a lot of oaps old age pensioners that are in their 80s 90s 70s all using either cannabis oil or cbd and absolutely thriving and it's like a new lease of life for them and a lot of them it's, it's interesting to see because they remember in their teenage years they they all say to me they used to smoke pot and then they stopped because it became illegal. And then they thought, oh, you know, don't want to get into trouble. But now, you know, centuries later, everyone's now becoming quite, you know, thinking to themselves, hang on a minute, there's more to this. Because I think now more than ever is the corruption with the government is, is just being, the veil has been lifted. So I think everybody now understands how corrupt the government is. And the government, the pharmaceutical, the medical industry, they're all in it together. Mm, you know, I, yeah, I agree. So yeah, it is, and it's it's called it's kind of like the dominoes. It's a knock-on effect now, isn't it? It's every you know all true lights are being sh- being shown, and everybody's coming more into plant medicine, and that's what it is. It's plant medicine. Can we I? Can I tell right. you? Yeah. Tell uh, you hang, hang on. Hang on a second, uh, Kate. Do you guys you guys want to stay over just a little bit because we got about a minute and yeah, a half here? Is sure. that okay to do? Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, guys. If you got any questions in the chat. Uh, just drop them in there. I'll try to ask them as I see them. A lot of them uh, are just uh, saying you guys are spot on with what you're saying. Uh, other people have, have been doing it for years, obviously. And um, again, I'm not I, the, the purpose of the Sons of Liberty is not to advocate that people not be sober minded. You just get stoned out of your mind. That's not the issue at all. That's I want to make that very clear. That's not what we're doing. The Bible calls us to be sober minded. Uh, so we want to do that. But there is an issue into which in our day with everything that's going on around us, uh, this is an issue in which we're going back to the creator. What does the creator put on the planet? What does he put on earth that we're to treat ourselves with? He's told us about food, what we're to eat, what we shouldn't eat. He's told us even about certain things of that, that maybe not be mentioned as medicine per se, but they are parts of the the construct that he has in the creation that we're to partake of in order that we might live and not die. And so that's what we're talking about in this episode here. Now, real quickly, before we close out the radio portion of the show, and if you guys on Red State Talk Radio, you want to finish the conversation with uh, myself, Kate, and Dee, you can go over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, scroll down on the right and click on the play there. You can also head over to Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. We're on there. That'll go off and then we'll upload the, the thing at that time. Also, if you're looking for CBD oil, Dee's got her own products, mywaycbd.com, mywaycbd.com. If you go in the video portion of the radio show, uh, the description there, you'll see if you use the promo code BROWN, you'll get 5% off if you're purchasing from her, and you can do that now. You guys have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day. Stay tuned. We're going to continue the show on the other side. And uh, we'll talk to you Monday, 6 a.m., Lord willing. Catch Bradley at 3. See ya. Okay, all right. Just wanted to get that out of the way. We clear that off, and I'm going to kick it back over to you, Kate. Welcome to everybody who's coming over from Red State Talk Radio, mm-hmm. Radio by the way. Yeah, so I just want to – it's very early days, 
But this is where I, I, you know, this is where Dee and I work together. I had a lady come to myself and, and Dee, and she was basically from, from discovering she had lumps to going through the medical system within about five weeks, she was told. And she's just a little bit older than me. Uh, I'm 55. Um, that, that's, I'm sorry, we can't do anything for you. Basically, go home to die. Um, so she has tumors in her breast, tumors in her liver, tumors in her bones. And she, you know, wasn't feeling, but she was just tired. So she's told to go home and die and wait for the Macmillan nurses. And they're the two nurses that come that you really don't ever want to wait for. Um, they generally don't do very much other than put up. A, I know they'd be really offended me saying this. I don't mean they don't do very much. They do. But, you know, they're going to come in and put a syringe driver up. They're going to do end of life care. And then the rest of us all year round are expected to have coffee mornings, baking cakes and scones full of sugar and fat to raise money for Macmillan, the very things that cause cancer. So I don't mean they're not good. I mean, it's end of life care. So you don't really want, you know, when you get the Macmillan nurses coming, it's it's a bit worrying. So I started this lady on the diet, a specific diet and coffee enemas, a, a modified Gerson. She's got some cannabis oil, high THC. She's taking it rectally. She's taking it orally. She's also now taking GMAT. She's got B17. She's just got a GMAT delivered. She's doing the B17 protocol as well. She's on high dose vitamin C. So she's doing all of this. And her husband, she's been on it for a couple of weeks. And he said her tumors in her breast are smaller and soft. And that's how quickly these things do work. There's many things that will kill a tumor but you've got to restore the immune system so that they don't come back and so that you don't grow new ones. That's really early days. She couldn't breathe when she was lying down. So, you know, no one said to her, set your pillows in an A shape to open up the chest, be semi-recumbent so you're not lying flat, breathing exercises. All of that's fine now. She can breathe. Um, whether that's a combination of the cannabis, of, of everything together. But, you know, we're working really hard. Ultimately, our Lord decides when we die. But when you're um, suddenly, you know, she's diagnosed, then her husband finds me on the internet and then he hears about D through me. And, you know, these are, this is divine intervention. This is, you know, he does give us free will. So this is a young woman with, with family that are, you know, they're at university about to get married. And so we're doing our absolute hardest here to guide people in the right direction to, to heal their body so that they can survive because it's no age at all. You're only halfway there. It, it says in scripture how long we should live for. And actually, if you look through graveyards, as I've said, people don't die. People, people aren't living longer. You know, in the 1900s, very early on, people are like 99, 100. Yep. Graveyards are full of people over 100. Yep. Now, all the new graves that you see with the beautiful granite shiny headstones they're in their 40s and their 50s. So this is a complete lie. And it's because people are poisoned, they're, they're toxic, and they're deficient. So, you know, she, she really should be living, she's only halfway through. So this is what we're doing. And, you know, sometimes it, 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 you can't save them. What was interesting for me was I said, get a hold of your blood. So I want to see the last lot of bloods. And, a, and an indication of morbidity that this patient isn't going to do very well is when their phyter cells, their lymphocytes are below 10% or their monocytes are very low. Hers were fine. They were absolutely, they were in the normal range. Okay, she had 
the enzymes that showed that some of her liver cells had died and that her liver cells were being damaged. But your liver can, re, you know, it's the only organ in your body that regenerates if you remove the burden mm-hmm. and then you, um, you start to detox it. And uh, so I looked at these bloods and I was like, well, hang on a minute. So, you know, they're, they're, we're taking her DNI and we're saying, no, you need to do this. And this woman's husband has absolutely embraced it. You know, he's doing it all for her. And um, this is where we do it. And I, I've read what Dee writes. I know what she says to patients. And I'm sure Dee will tell you this. Uh, and the same thing, you know, when, when I was in London last week and people, it took us four hours to get across a park. People were shaking our hands and taking photographs and hugging me. And it's, it's a great responsibility when people are looking to you to, to help them save their lives. But it's very rewarding, and, too, when you see the results of that. I know Alistair, you've talked about Alistair. we got to bring him back on. Yeah, uh, he's, he's cool. He was out yesterday. We had him out in Brighton. But yeah. every patient that that dies, you do take a little bit of them. You do. You don't sure. forget, do you, Dee? And no. every patient that you help, you, you, you do take a little bit. These are, these are women and men that have children. Some of them are very young. Some of these are children. You know, Dee passed a patient on to me when I was in prison, in, in the jail, in the cell. And the cops had my phone. They wouldn't give me my phone back for two weeks. And I lost contact with a child with a brain tumor who was end of life. And I couldn't, they wouldn't give me my phone back, even though I told them it was my patient phone. It's listed as my business. That's how crooked these gangsters are. They don't care. But, um, you know, you do. It's not something we take lightly. And I'm sure D will be the same. I work seven days a week. Sometimes, you know, I'm taking a phone call at 11 at night because they don't have anywhere else to go. They've literally been told, I'm sorry, go home. You're going to die. We'll send yeah. a McMillan nurse. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me uh, just throw this in and then D will get back to you. Um, Kate and D work together just so people understand. Um, D didn't just heal herself with cannabis. Uh, she talked about you changing her diet and, and what she what she ate, and we talked about certain things out of Genesis chapter 1 of what God said, you know, was to be for food. And so she acknowledged that, and I think you guys kind of bounce off one another. Kate does a nutrition side, and, and then Dee does the, the cannabis sort of thing on that. Dee, do you want to talk to people a little bit about how both are important? It isn't just, you know, somebody gets the green light for you know, cannabis and, oh, that's going to heal everything. But there's there's other parts to that as far as the nutrition and how you and Kate work together on that. Yeah, of course. I, You know, I say to people, people come to me and they want cannabis oil. And I say, that's absolutely fine. But it's not only cannabis oil that's going to heal you. It can only be used in conjunction with your healing, which is a strict diet. You have to have a strict diet, no sugar, no dairy, no no processed food, no rubbish, basically. Everything home-cooked. You have to have a range of supplements. Supplements work in two ways. They fuel the body, they boost your immune system, and they're also cancer fighters as well as working in other areas. And also, you know, it's the way I look at healing, it has to be mind, body, and soul. And I think the cannabis helps with the mind because it also helps you with anxiety, depression, stress, all of those mental health issues that you have when you when you get diagnosed with any kind of disease. And it works beautifully with, um, a holistic approach, which is diet, supplements, meditation, um, salt baths, anything natural has to be used in conjunction. And yes, I do believe that cannabis oil is probably um, one of the strongest contenders 
in the healing protocol, but they all have to be used correctly. You know, I get people that they want to use cannabis oil, but they just still want to carry on with a rubbish diet and right. eat loads of sugar, refined sugar, toxic to the body. And I say to them, well, you know, you, you, you're here, you may heal, but it may take a hell of a lot longer to heal. Yep. You know, that sugar is detrimental to your health, so you need to cut it out. Sure. Um, and one people, once people understand that and they get a grip on it, then, you know, it can be a smooth healing process. And people ha- can heal really, really quickly, you know. And I'm not going to say, I'm not here to say that anybody can heal anything with cannabis because, no, absolutely not. You know, that's, that's not how it works because your healing is also dependent on your mindset. So if you've got a positive mindset, you're going to heal a lot quicker than somebody that's negative and constantly telling themselves every day that they've got cancer and they're going to die. Then if you're telling yourself you've got cancer and you're going to die, then, you know, guess what? You are going to die because you believe in it. But you have to do the whole protocol. And this is where Kate and I work beautifully together in the sense that we we're both on the same path. You know, and there's a lot of things that I don't know. And I learn of Kate and Kate, you know, we, we bounce off each other and we do share yep. patients. I have patients which you know, sometimes their cancer is something that I've never heard of before. They're taking treatment or medication, which I'm not aware of that. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not sure how it works with the body. And then that's where Kate's input comes in hand because she's just phenomenal. And she, she pretty much knows everything that there is to know about the human body and how it works, which, you know, is great. And it's just so sad when doctors just tell people, they give them timelines. I mean, who are they to say to people, you've only got two weeks or two months left to live, go home. And prepare yourself to die. It is not for any doctor to say. That is absolutely not. But the people, the patients, they will believe that. And they will believe every word the doctor tells them. And then they'll go home. And they'll keep saying to themselves, you know, they're, they're, they've got it. Some of them have it marked on a diary or a calendar. On this date, I'm going to die. And then you just, you, you know, you have to get through to their heads is that doctors only know how long you've got left based on their scientific studies on if you've had chemotherapy or radiation. And it just goes on statistics. Statistically, if you should have died after the sixth round of chemo, then that's where they look at it. And they'll say, right, okay, there's nothing more we can do to you because they don't know how to heal patients. Well, we... We get that too, D, with uh, the people coming with the last day's madness thing, or we're in the end times, and it's like, look, I don't know if we are or we're not. We may have another thousand years to go, another 10,000 years before Christ returns, but the point is, is we're supposed to be doing the job that he has given us to do, and that is occupying till we come. So it, it goes the same way. It's what we believe is going to determine what we do. And this is what this is why you have people who continually in the church they'll say I believe God, but they they don't act like they believe, which means they don't actually believe. If you believe that a car is coming in your lane, and you say I believe they're going to hit me, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to keep driving in that lane, playing chicken with them, or are you going to get off the road? Well, you're going to get off the road if you actually believe it. And it's the same thing here. I think you're you're saying they're putting things in their minds. We got a question in um, the chat, and. Again, guys, this is not recommendation. It's not medical advice or any of that other. This is information for you to use. This is just to cover us. And uh, somebody's ringing the doorbell the door. here. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah, it might be. Who knows? Um, I guess they, they're they probably delivering some kind of package and they're going to leave it outside. Anyway, um, it's it's not about CBD, but it's asking, what about an eczema problem? Now, let me let me say this, and then I'll, I'll toss it over to you guys. I don't know if CBD can help with any of that or not. But we had Dr. Andreas uh, Calker on, and he was dealing with chlorine dioxide. 
and he used it both internally and externally. And I believe eczema was one of the things that he worked with. And uh, Big, you can get chlorine dioxide off Amazon. Just put that in there, and you can uh, there's a you can get that. It's like fifty bucks. Mix a couple of drops up, and and that would be his thing. You can also go on sonslibertymedia.com, put in chlorine dioxide. There's a a documentary you can watch the Andreas uh, Calker interview that I did with him. He's actually doing the studies on that. I mean, they've had tremendous results with you know what they're alleging is COVID, cancers, skin diseases, staph infections, incredible stuff. And it's a natural compound. It's not a prescription. It's not a drug. There's no adverse side effects or anything like that. So you can check that. Out. I'm going to turn over to you, ladies, and see who's at my door. <laughs> okay, so the chlorine dioxide. I had, I wasn't sure whether it was like a cold sore. I didn't know what it was. It was like herpes. It was like shingles. And I juiced everything. And Tim got me onto the chlorine dioxide as well. I made all the preparations of DMSO with iodine. I've got little bottles. And I used D's uh, uh, CBD with the frankincense. I used the chlorine dioxide, several drops, tiny bit of distilled water. And I drizzled it and rubbed it all into my face where I had these little blisters that kept coming and going. Then I put this on, on top, and then in the morning, the blisters would be gone. And uh, incredible, because that's what keeps coming out. They're not, it's not viruses, it's toxicity that comes out. Um, so I can absolutely vouch for that. And, uh, and this, I, um, this one's, it's quite, uh, it's quite thick. So what I do with this is in the winter months, I sat it on top of the radiator so it went a little bit more liquid or I, le- I put a little bit of hot water in the sink and I put the whole jar in the sink. So it goes a bit more runny and I massaged it into my face and it smells really nice. I also, uh, the dog had a tick, Nelly, my chihuahua, who's behind me, had a tick between her shoulder blades. It was really delightful. I twisted it and pulled it out. And then I did the same thing. I actually used DMSO with iodine and colloidal silver dropped it onto that and then I rubbed in I rubbed in some of this onto the spot so and then that whole inflammation she had like a little red raised bit was gone in the morning so these are all kind of every cupboard should have in it um DMSO chlorine dioxide colloidal silver Dino's all about colloidal silver as well um you should always have iodine in your cupboard two percent Lugol's half strength you should always have always have uh THC oil you should always have it in your house and you should always have some CBD um these are all these are all natural things and actually um if anyone is watching with the NHS they're saying a lot of places no mask no treatment no test no treatment next it's going to be no vaccine no treatment these are all things that um you can buy cheaply these are from nature's garden This is all there for us already. And all remember, all synthetic drugs, they cannot patent what is natural. So they isolate the active compound. Then they take it away, make a synthetic version that has loads of side effects with it. Then they put a patent on it and then they sell it to you. Remember the dog wormer, Fembendazole D, that they used, had great studies with prostate cancer. They used the dog wormer. As soon as they realized it was working really well, it went from the the human one being $4 for two to something like $400 for two. So um, it's all corrupt. So that's what I used. And Tim, you got me started on the drinking of the chlorine dioxide. Yeah. And I've made it like full headstrong. I did your (laughs) version. I added a bit more. And I've just been drinking that, make a big bottle up. So when people are talking about this... um, 
um, what's hydroxychloroquine? Everyone's going, I want some hydroxychloroquine. When I, I went need to, to make that. Is that the one? Enough, it's, it causes retinal damage, heart damage. It's a drug. It still has side effects. That's right. It does. Anything. So, but the, 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 the chlorine dioxide that you just mentioned, is that when you basically stew oranges and lemons no 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 is that's that the one? no the chlorine the, yeah the chlorine okay. dioxide in fact um well i'll get you the documentary and the documentary has a reference guide and i have it in here the, I'll yeah send and now. in the documentary you'll see i mean there is a um there's a there's there's a christian missionary who i think he's in kenya he goes into kenya to tell muslims about um you know christ and he says, can we come in and teach your people about Jesus? And the guys go, and the leaders of the village go, no, no, no. He says, well, would you mind if we go and heal, you know, treat your people? And they said, sure. So they set them up a little place where they could treat people. And all they, were, all they had was chlorine dioxide. And they were treating them for all kinds of stuff. And basically, this, basically what chlorine dioxide does is it goes in your system and it kills off any bad pathogens it leaves good bacteria it's very selective it's really an amazing thing it leaves the good bacteria it kills off the bad bacteria it kills off viruses it kills off all kinds of any kind of pathogen and um, so they were having people with malaria that they were treating and you know malaria is like i've had missionary friends in west papua and they'd get malaria and they'd have it for like a month it would be i mean it's just deadly and these guys, they were treating these people with malaria. They were getting up within hours um, and, and feeling better. They had people with whole, literal holes in their feet from staph infections. And they told they were going to have to cut their feet off. And they were treating them topically and internally with the, the chlorine dioxide. And they were, they were seeing miraculous healings. I mean, I don't know anything you could say. Somebody's got a hole in their foot and, and that's healed. Uh, they had people with cancers. They had people with different kinds of tumors and all kinds of th- uh, all kinds of stuff, and they were bringing healing to them. And Doctor Calker, who's down in South America, he's actually he's the one who actually gave the recipe for Carrie Rivera. By the way, uh, Kate, that I, I turned you on to, and Carrie mm. had treated her, to her. Yeah, her her son. She had treated. We're going to have her back on the show because she missed the time there, uh, but. She was given the the recipe for what she was dealing with with that to treat her son who had autism as a result of vaccines. And she's done that with with many children. And the FDA has gone after her and other people have gone after her. But I got to tell you, you you go to her site and you watch the children and you watch the families that she's helped. And these people are really helped by the chlorine dioxide that that they're using. And um, again, Dr. Kalkers in the third stage trials there and and I asked him I said what have you not been able to heal who have you not been able to heal he says two people the fearful and the ignorant yeah but everything 100%. that he's treated with it they found that they've been able to heal it's pre- it's really incredible it's phenomenal and just going back to eczema you mentioned about vaccines that I believe eczema and asthma and you know eczema asthma psoriasis they're all vaccine damages they're all vaccine damage side effects so, you know, I have a lot of pet parents come to me with children with extreme eczema, extreme asthma, and even adults with psoriasis. And I just tell them all to, you need to detox, you need to use your Zeolite, your PBX, you should detox it all out of your system. Because those vaccinations, it's the mercury inside the vaccinations that are causing all these problems. 
So once they detox, and then yes, they use the healing balm. They use the, the my way did this one here, which is what Kate mentioned, which is the CBD healing balm there. And you literally you can put that on. I had a patient, and I've got some photos of her. They're on my social media. She had terrible psoriasis to the point where it was crusty, it was crumbling. It everything she used, every emollient was just making it worse. Um, and she used the healing balm for one week. Within one week, it's practically gone. And it was just incredibly, it was the worst case of psoriasis I've ever seen, to be honest with you. And within one week, it was gone. So, yes, definitely eczema, will, uh, CBD will help eczema. And I would say topically and ingesting it as well. Okay. Doing a combination. All yeah. right. And here's some of the things. I just want to show people. This is some of the stuff you're using in some of your products. Frankincense, myrrh, uh, Ashwagandha. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce that? Ashwagandha? Ash, ash, ashwagandha. So ashwagandha. So I have, I, with the oral, oral oil drops I have, we have the broad spectrum, the full spectrum. We also have the broad spectrum in orange and mint flavor. And that's essential oils, not flavoring we use. We don't use any flavorings okay. um, at all. We only use natural uh, products. Now, the reason why I did the oils which were infused, so we've got ashwagandha, we've got oregano, myrrh, frankincense, and ginger because they're all powerful essential oils. And a lot of people, especially if they're going through cancer and they're having to buy uh, a range of supplements, which they need, I always um, recommend that they use essential oils because they're so, so powerful. But they're also quite expensive as well. So to buy a decent, um, I usually use doTERRA anyway, but to buy a decent essential oil, they can cost about £100 just for a bottle, um, which is quite pricey really if you need you know a couple of drops every single day so i've basically infused my broad spectrum cbd oil with essential oils and they have 10 percent essential oils all organic um a lot of organic oil essential oils sorry even though they're organic you can't ingest them so they have to be you have to look for the labels they have to be food grade because even if they're organic sometimes they're just for um, aromatherapy or if oil burners, they're not actually to be used internally. So this is why I mixed the CBD with the essential oil. So then basically people are getting two for the price of one because you're getting a good quality essential oil and you're getting CBD oil as well. And they work beautifully together. I am also now looking to do a new range of mushrooms. So I'm, got, I'm doing a mushroom turkey tail tincture, mixing it with the CBD and that will be another phenomenally magnificent, beneficial oil for the health because uh, mushrooms, you know, mushrooms also got a bad publicity because they're also right. classed as a class A, class one, class two, whatever it is, drug, um, purely because exactly the same with cannabis. They've been suppressed by the pharmaceutical industry because they're so healthy. Um, so I'm kind of combining those as well. I'm trying to educate people on all the whole of the plant medicine, not only cannabis, but all plant medicine is super beneficial to our health. It really, right. really is. And, right. you know, even a lot of people just think that I didn't think I had any health issues, but then they'll start taking CBD and then, then, then they'll realize, oh, I didn't even realize I was getting migraines and the migraines have gone or I was getting arthritis. My arthritis has gone, it'd be a pain here, that's gone. So even when people think, no, I'm absolutely fine, my health is, is, is absolutely fine, they don't notice it until they start supplementing with plant medicine, and then they start realizing, oh, hang on a minute, yes, maybe I wasn't as healthy as I thought I was. Okay. So it's, it's, 
It's quite miraculous. Really. Uh, well, uh, here's the thing. I've got to go and, and help my dad do something here. So I'm going to get ready and close out the show. I want to thank you both for staying over, for coming on. Do you want to have you back again? Maybe we can get you and Kate and Dr. Corbett and we can just have a, a big old time here. <laughs> maybe we can maybe we can even out the, the things here. I get outnumbered by the ladies here at times. and so. <laughs> but uh, we appreciate you coming on. Guys, if you want to check out uh, D's products... You go to MyWayCBD, MyWayCBD.com. And again, I've got people in the house, so I apologize for that. MyWayCBD.com. You can pick up our products. If you use the promo code BROWN, then you'll get 5% off of your purchase. Also, if you're interested in her book, it's called My Way, Following the Cancer Brick Road from Diagnosis to All Clear Naturally in Five Months. You can pick that up. We're going to have the link for that. And then I think... uh, Kate mentioned the miracle, uh, the medical, yeah, the medical marijuana dispensary uh, book. We'll have that link there as well. You guys will be able to pick that up. And don't forget mywaycbd.com. Ladies, uh, a final word before we go. Yeah, I've just I've just sent you the link as well. Dee's talking about the zeolite. It's the natural zeolite. I do sell that. I've sent you the my website for that, Tim. I've sent it to you on Telegram, and I've sent the protocol. So if anyone wants to take the zeolite, Dee's talking about the protocol is there as well. So if you want to put that up, Tim, so they know yep, what they're I'll doing. Ha- I'll have that and, in the archive. I'll have that in the I, archive. I can honestly say I do like this. And and uh, you know, I'm cracking on a bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. But the, 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 the drops, we're going to get Alistair talking about this because Alistair does take Dee's drops for bone density. Because remember, he had Duchenne muscular dystrophy and the toads gave him steroids from when he was two years old, which caused his bones to be brittle. And that's how he broke his leg. So we're building up his bone density and we're using these drops for that. Which Amen. Is anybody who's menopause, any woman whose estrogen starts to go down, this is where you start to lose your bone density. It's fantastic. It's natural. You don't want to be taking those hideous calcium tablets that do not go into your bones they go into your soft tissue, into your blood vessels. There is nothing good comes out of a pharma bottle, I can assure you. Mm. It's all a lie. And all I can say is plants over pharma. And mm. that's what we all need to embrace. Amen. Amen. No, Amen. That's, that's good advice. That's good advice. All right, ladies, thank you again for joining thank us. You so much. I'll thank say bye you, to you. Tim. I'll say bye to you as soon as we close out here. Guys, have a great weekend. Don't forget Bradley, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. And then... Don't forget, meet with the Lord's people. Get under the word of God, and then we'll talk to you, Lord willing, Monday morning, 6 a.m. See you.